The Mishnah says in Rosh Hashanah, Yontav Shal Rosh Hashanah Chalios B'Shabbos, when Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbos in the Beis HaMikdash, they would blow shofar, but not anywhere outside the Beis HaMikdash. And the Gemara explains that the reason that Chazal said that when Rosh Hashanah first day comes out on Shabbos, we don't blow shofar. The reason is a gzera decree that we're afraid that a person that doesn't know how to blow shofar will end up carrying a shofar in a public thoroughfare, Dalat Amis, in public, where you're not allowed to carry on Shabbos to go hear shofar. But the question is, how could it be that Chazal, because of a chashash, a suspicion that a simple person might be, go against Shabbos, how could they revatel, take away the mitzvah of Shoifer from all the tzaddikim, from all the holiest people, and we know that Shoifer is such a special mitzvah, all the mitzvahs in the holidays of Tishrei are connected and satiate the entire year, which is why Tishrei is the seventh month, Hashvi Mazbia, that it satiates the whole year, so everything in all the holidays and the mitzvahs of Tishrei are relevant to the entire year, it's the head of the year, like the head of the body, but especially Shoifer, which the mitzvah of Shoifer is connected in its Kavana Ruchnias to the Indian of Tshuva, like the Rambam already talks about, wake up from one slumber and remember your Creator, and rectify one's soul. Which is Malchiz Achrena Shoifers, the Rambam is saying to wake up from your slumber and accept upon oneself again the kingdom of heaven, which is Malchiz, and Zichru Baracham, remember your creator is Achrenas, that it's not enough to just be the feminine and passively have Kabbal Samach Shemaim and Malchiz and accept God as king. But one has to Zichrenas be masculine, Zachar, active, and remember God through meditating on aspects of God's infinite being, and then Habitur Lenafshechem and rectify one's soul as of Shoifers, because Shoifers connected to Matan Torah when we learned how to walk, so even the Rambam already says that the Indian of Shofar is the Indian of Tshuva, and we know Tshuva is greater than all the other mitzvahs, so how could Chazal have taken away the mitzvah of Shofar when, it, when Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbos, if it's just for the reason of the Gemara, that it's a shash, a suspicion that a simple person might be Michal Shabbos, obviously there has to be a much deeper reason. And we know that shofar is the Indian of tshuva because that's why it's a tzaka b'kol poshut, the simple scream, simple meaning without any words, because it's coming from the primius hanefesh, the essence of the soul that can't be expressed in words. It's something that touches you so deep that you can't express it in words, and you could only scream it out. Even though there are other times that people have the experience of the essence of their soul, but they don't scream out the opposite, they're silent. Like the Kohanim and the Beis Hamikdash, the Kohanim when they brought the korbanos were silent. But that's because their souls are experiencing the cure of the closeness of Arin Sof. Their soul is experiencing God's infinite being, so they're silent like a person having pleasure. But Tshuva is when the essence of your soul feels how far it is right now in your perception, your consciousness. You feel so far because of sin or whatever happened. You feel far from God, and that is a simple scream. And that's the inner meaning of Shofar. So how could it be that we t- was taken away the midst of Shofar? And more than that, how could it be that then Chazal say, that after Malchias and you make God your king, then there's Zechreinus, which means that God has to remember us. If we just made God king by Malchias, why do we then need to do Zechreinus and make God remember us? And Bechlal, how could it be that we have to make God remember us? We know Va'atamachayas Kulam, God is vital, vi- vitalizing everything always, that He's vitalizing every single creation of nothing from something from nothing every moment, and He knows and is looking after every single detail of every creation 
created thing from the horns of animals until the eggs of lice and if God wasn't thinking about any detail of creation they would stop existing at that moment rather he knows every single aspect of creation so how could it be that we have to remind God's Zechreinus that God has to remember us and then Shoifris if for some reason we don't blow Shoifra on Shabbos why do we still say the Pesukim of Shoifris on Shabbos in order to answer these three questions we have to understand what one of the most fundamental ideas of Chassidus that's explained in Tanya chapter 36. But it's really a fundamental idea of not only Hasidic philosophy, but the way Chassidus looks at all of Judaism, the way Chassidus reveals what Judaism is really about. And that is that what's the purpose of our life and what's the ultimate purpose of the creation of all the worlds in this world and the reason that our souls descended into our body in this world was in order to reveal Orin Sof in the world, God's infinite light in the world through Torah mitzvahs. In other words, what's essentially the reason that we do all of Torah, we keep all of mitzvahs, what's the purpose of all of Yiddishkeit? <clears throat> the answer is that Torah mitzvahs, by keeping them, is how we're drawing down the infinite light of God into this world through Torah mitzvahs as we're going to learn at length. And this idea that that's the purpose for which our soul descended into this world is really already found in Chazal, when the sages say that the reason for the purpose of creation is that God had a taiva, had a desire, a lust, to have a dwelling place in the lowest world. And the Rebbe Hashab explains what does it mean a dira, what does it mean a dwelling place, that God wants a home. That the purpose of creation and all of Torah mitzvahs and why are we're here in this world is to make this world into God's home. Adira. Adira betachtonim. God wants a home in the lowest world. Now what does it mean, a home, a dira? What's the idea being conveyed by saying that the ultimate purpose is to make this world God's home? So the Rebbe Shab explains the atzmus ha'odom dar bahadira, the essence of a person lives in their home, meaning that the rest of the day outside your house you have to take on different persona, you have to take on different roles, you have to relate to people in different ways, you have to talk to some people this way and professional way and friends and you're always like paying attention and, and on guard of how you're going to reveal yourself. But at home, if you're in a healthy home, you're able to literally be your true self, the essence of who you are could completely be revealed. You could throw yourself down on the couch without paying attention. You could just literally be yourself. So when the sages are saying that the purpose of creation is that God wanted this world to be his home, it means he wants his essence to be revealed here in this physical world as opposed to all the other spiritual worlds where God has to conceal himself to manifest as those worlds. All the spiritual worlds, God, so to speak, takes on partsufim, persana. God has to manifest in certain ways in all the other spiritual worlds for all the angels. He can't be himself. He has to hold back his light. But the purpose for which he created the world is so that here in this physical world, the lowest possible world, our physical world, he doesn't want to hold back anything. He actually wants to just reveal everything he is. And that's, we do that. We are the we're God's messengers. That's why we came in the world to do it, and that's by keeping Torah mitzvahs. Which is why we say before we do mitzvah, we say l'shem yichud kuchabruchu v'shchintei that we're uniting kuchabruchu and ishchina, meaning that we declare that the purpose l'shem, the purpose of doing mitzvah and learning Torah is yichud kuchabruchu v'shchintei, uniting these two aspects of God, kuchabruchu, the Holy One, blessed be He, and His shchina, the the indwelling presence of God. Meaning, Kutcha is slave of Kolam in the infinite transcendent light of God. 
the Holy One, blessed be, is when God manifests His infinite light, reveals His infinite light. And Shechina is the world when God manifests to become the reality that is the world that we see. And uniting Kuchabrichu and the Shechina means making a dir betachtoinim, meaning uniting Kuchabrichu, the Holy One, the infinite light of Hashem, betachtoinim in Memali Kulalman, in the lower world, in the Shechina, in the world that we see. That's the purpose for which the world was created. And so ultimately, every aspect of our life, whether it's doing Torah mitzvahs or like the Baal Shem Tov taught, eating and drinking and living a physical life, everything about our life, everything in the world, is in order to make it a home for God. So Torah mitzvahs and our physical life, everything we do is all one thing, which is to allow ourselves to be homes for God. And this idea that Hasidus is based on, which is that every single person has to make themselves in their life a home for God. And obviously we're talking about the essence of God, so there's no levels involved. This is completely before any worlds were created, God in His essence. This idea is already found in Kabbalah, in a sefer, a book called Eima Kamelech, which parenthetically it's very important to know that even though most of the Kabbalah of that Arizal we got from Rabbi Chaim Vital, but there's this sefer called Emeka Melech, which is the Kabbalah of Rabbi Yisrael Sarug, who was another student of the Arizal, and many, many Jews don't learn this book, Eimek HaMelech, they'll only learn the Kabbalah of Reb Chaim Vital, but the Lubavitcher of our generation already said once that the Maggid of Mizrich paskind that we could use the Sefer Eimek HaMelech because that Sefer of Kabbalah of Eimek HaMelech shows the deepest ideas of Kabbalah from the Arizal, which really upon which Hasidus and the Baal Shem Tov's Torah is based. So this idea that that's the purpose of the world is already found in Eimek HaMelech that says as follows, that it's known that in the beginning of the creation of all worlds, Hashem did Tzimtzum, which is that He concealed His infinite light and there remained a void in an empty space. And in that void and empty space is where all the worlds were created. He then introduced a kav array of his light into that empty space, and from that all the worlds were created. But the Emekamelech continues that the purpose of all of creation is thereby through this kav, the line, and through Torah Mitzvah's bringing the orange of the infinite light of God that he removed from the halal back into the halal. But seemingly that seems to be the same thing. It's just the same infinite light that was in the halal before Tzimtzum. So now, through Torah Mitzvahs, we just bring it back. That seems to be no chiddush at all, nothing new, but the chiddush is that before Tzimtzum, we would not have been able to receive the infinite light of God. But now that there was Tzimtzum and Hashem reintroduces His infinite light slowly, gradually, through the process of history, now eventually when Mashiach comes, we're going to be able to receive His entire infinite light, just like a teacher and a student. That when a teacher has to teach a student if the teacher would say to the student everything he knows, the student would become completely confused, not be able to receive anything. So the teacher has to be, do tzimtzum and conceal all his intellect and then gradually through the process slowly, slowly teach the student until the vessels of the student's mind become the sensibilities of the student's mind become like the sensibility of the teacher. And in the same way through God's infinite light, gradually entering reality through the Jews throughout history, keeping Torah mitzvahs eventually our minds and the whole world, the vessels will become refined to be able to be a vessel for the infinite light, which would not have been possible before Tzimtzum. But in truth, as we're going to learn, that Hasidus reveals something even higher than Emek HaMelech, that it's not just about the infinite light of God, or in Sof, that was shining before Tzimtzum being then revealed in the world, but we're going to see that there's the, an even higher thing, which is that the very essence of God before any revelation should be in this world as well. 
Now, this whole idea that we're saying that that's the ultimate purpose for which the world was created and the purpose of Torah mitzvah, so the Rebbe Shab then goes on to say that we seem to find from the Arizal and from the Zohar different reasons for creation. You might have heard other creations as well, like the Ramchal as a basis, this whole system on the bread of shame, Nama the Kisufa, that the whole purpose of creation is that you could earn your reward. That's why God had to do the whole thing, but ultimately that God could have made it that we wouldn't be ashamed. He could have given us all the reward and we wouldn't. He could have created us with a nature we wouldn't be ashamed. And there's also reasons from the Zohar and the Yitzchayim that the Rebbe Shab mentions, that for instance, the Yitzchayim, the Arizal says that the purpose of creation is that God wanted to reveal the totality and the perfection of all his powers and all his names and everything he could do. And the Zohar says the purpose of creation is begin because God wanted to be known. So the Rebbe Shab says, of course, all these reasons given by the Ramchal and the Zohar and the Arizal, they're all true, but they're not the ultimate truth. In other words, like when a person starts a business, they want to be able to afford a swimming pool and a car and uh, to be able to feel successful, but they also want to have all sorts of... Ultimately, the ultimate reason is because they want to be able to live uh, and enjoy. There are a lot of reasons, but there's the ultimate, ultimate purpose. So all these reasons that are given the Zohar, the Yitzchayim, that God wanted to reveal himself, wanted to be known, they're true, but they can't be the ultimate purpose because... Essentially, if the purpose of creation that was that God wanted to reveal himself, God doesn't gain anything by revealing himself. In other words, if there's a logical reason for creation that God wants to reveal himself, what does God gain by revealing himself? By us, when we're only potential, we don't reveal our actualize our potential, we're missing something. Like the worst thing a parent wants to hear from a teacher is that your child has a lot of potential. But by God, potential and actual are the same. Because the whole idea of potential and actual being different is only within time and space. But when God has something in potential, it already exists. And we know that as soon as before symptom, even before God contracted his infinite light, as soon as he wanted the worlds to exist, they all existed already. So he already revealed everything he is. Who said a revelation has to be to somebody else? And if you'll say the reason of the Zohar, which is that God wants to be known, meaning that there should be those that actually know God to receive the revelation, but then for sure when it comes to knowing God, the highest spiritual worlds know God much greater than us. So if the purpose of creation is to know God, why would God have created this physical world? This is the only world that exists that without working hard, without meditating and concentrating, one can't feel God at all. All the higher spiritual worlds, even the lower spiritual worlds, meaning the worlds right above us of Bria, Yitzira, Anasia, the spiritual created worlds right above us where there are angels and stuff, that's, they're known as Alma Discasi, the hidden world. They're concealed within God's light like fish in the ocean. They're completely surrounded and they feel like the fish in the ocean can't live without water. They feel that the, all they are are God's light. So they know godliness. We in this physical world, we don't feel God at all unless we work really hard and meditate to feel God. This Alma Dizgalia, this revealed world where the, the world is revealed but God is concealed. So if the purpose of creation, like the Zohar and the Eitzchayim is saying, is that God wants to reveal himself and be known, why would he have created this physical world? And this physical world is what he created last. And we know the secret of, like we say in L'Chadodi, what a person does last is what they originally intended. When you set out to build a building, it's at the very end when the building is complete. That's what you had in mind when you began to build the building. So when God began creating all the worlds, the first thing he had in mind is this physical world because that's eventually, that's where he wanted to get to. 
all the spiritual worlds are just for this world. But if the purpose is to reveal himself and to be known, then the, he wouldn't need this physical world. But rather, the idea is that we find also in a medrash, that Chazal say in the medrash, Sheikh of Amudeshesh, that the thighs of God are pillars of marble, and the medrash Chazal say there in Shira Shirim, that Sheikh means Hishtoikakus, Taiva, desire and lust, that this world, Nishtoikak, Kurzbroch, Levrose, God had a lust, a desire to create this world. And the Rebbe Shab explains from the Alter Rebbe, what's the idea being conveyed when the sages keep talking about God having a desire, a lust? By us, when a person has a desire or lust, it's very lowly because it's not rational. But the Altribus says that's exactly what we're saying by God of Ataivas Kankasha. The sages are trying to say that the purpose of creation is not rational. Because don't forget, logic and reasons are only after God created intellect. All the reasons given for creation is assuming that there is intellect, that there's rational thinking. But God's essence is way above that, and that's what Chazal are conveying by saying that it's a taiva, that the purpose of creation is his lust and desire, meaning it's not coming from a rational place. Rather, the very essence of God wants to dwell in this world for no reason. After he contracts himself, then he brings about the reasons of the Zohar, the Yitzchayim, because eventually God, when he enclosed himself in the ten spheres, does have rational powers in the world of Atsila, so he will bring about the reasons that there are reasons for creation. But the essential, most true purpose of everything is that his essence wants to be brought down in this world by the Jewish people through the keeping of Torah mitzvahs. Which is why, as we're going to learn, that Torah mitzvahs are connected to Shem Havaya, Yudke Vavke. Torah's Havaya, Mitzvah's Havaya. But the purpose of creation is like we see very often in Torah, throughout Chumash, God says, Ani Hashem, Ani Havaya. I, my essence, is revealed as Havaya. Ani, God says, I. When a person says I, it means the very essence. Ani, the essence of who I am, Havaya, through Havaya, through Torah Mitzvah, is going to be drawn down into the world, eventually which will be revealed with the coming of Mashiach.